Oh yeah. <laughs> Whoa. No, don't. I can't like you do. Come on. No. Oh yeah. You know he did that before. Was that before Jodeci or was that? I think that song came out in like '92. So about the same time. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. Mac. Um, <laughs> I had to do my Googles on that. I'm pretty sure it was like 92 or 93. I figured it was around the same time. Ooh, yeah. When did, when did, uh, they was early 90s. I know, but like, what? I don't like, know the, the exact year they started. It was early 90s. I was young. I was a little was youngster. <laughs> and I ain't going to say where you was at. I was definitely outside. No, you were not. <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anywho, hello everybody. <laughs> I am Alina, aka Lena Lean, aka Lily, aka Lena, as one of your hosts for the AK Sports Show. And my other or the other host is KC in a place to be on the one, two, threes. Yes, sir. All right. So we are recording on Thursday, or I guess I should say we're live. So welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the A&K Sports Show. We are a weekly show hosted by a couple that for sure share one thing in common, and that would be our love for all things sports. We promise to let you inside of our sports minds as, oh, excuse me. of our sports minds and lives as we deliver the news and our hot takes from this week's past games and all things relative to sports. We are back. What's this, episode 79? Yes. Episode 79, unofficially episode 105, according to Lena. 35. No, 105. <laughs> Um, yeah, question of the, the day, how many teams has LeBron James been on? It's an easy one. Trust me. It's real easy. I can't even believe you asked that question. I mean, it's, I'm running out of questions here, you know? Not really. I just haven't There's looked, a plethora. There's, there's a lot, but I, the questions that I wanted to come up with, they were, already incorporated in our script so i couldn't really put it in there so the ones that i was thinking of i was like that'd be relevant to this podcast right now in order to you know cross reference but anyway we're back good people uh we got a jam-packed show not really uh start off with some nfl news this is gonna be uh probably some boring news because it's rule related we got a few rule changes i don't yeah i don't necessarily like this whole new rule stuff that we're doing right here you know um <laughs> you don't like rule yeah you don't like rules i don't like rules you can't tell me what to do Oof, don't i know it yeah don't tell me what to do mm, uh and that's gonna change no it ain't <laughs> uh <laughs> um some news uh uh going to the nba real quick the boston Celtics just beat the miami heat I am pissed off that about that because I am wearing my D Wade jersey to support the Miami Heat, but you know now it's it's, it's not looking. Too I didn't good. get a chance to see any of the game. It's all good though. Anyway, we're gonna go into these rules. 
Uh, NFL news. Excuse me. Owners okay. Thursday night game flex. What? SMH is all I'm going to say right now. Excuse me. (laughs) Owners okay. Getting on me before the pod. (laughs) And look at here live. Live, live, live. I closed my mouth, though. I did, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my mouth was closed. Mm-hmm. Um, NFL okays the flexing of Thursday night games and a recent resolution approved by the NFL owners. The NFL will have the ability to flex a limited number of late season Thursday night football games on Amazon Prime streaming. The resolution passed uh, with a minimum required votes and will be implemented as a trial in the 2023 season with possible carrying over to the 2024 season uh if no thursday night games are flex the early version of the proposed proposal faced opposition from new york from the new york giants owner john mira who expressed concerns about uh disrupting fans schedules okay so (laughs) okay what disrupting fans it is important. Fan schedule. No, that that's very important. Because the NBA need to be thinking about that disrupting my sleep. These late night games nah, on the West nah. Coast. 10 30. Stay up. Get your No, by the time it's eleven o'clock, I'm like I will say though, it is pretty egregious that the, the West Coast games are at ten thirty and they don't end until like damn near one o'clock. Exactly. Don't nobody stay up on a weekday. Yeah, no, that's that's ridiculous. I get it's West Coast, so it's seven thirty out there. But shoot, make it—I don't know. I guess six thirty is too early. And well, it just depends on the work schedule. Who or the, they probably did like an experiment to say this is the peak time for people are off and actually watching the playoffs. They get to the bars and sit down and are yeah. home, and they like, yeah, this is the perfect time and playoff season. It will boost the algorithms for the NBA if you're watching it wherever you're watching it at, but. In terms of the NFL, hey, listen, man, I'm going to say this. I don't even like the fact that they have this this Thursday night game mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime. How many people are actually or actually subscribed? To, I mean, I know a lot of people subscribe to Amazon Prime. Let me not say that. But exactly. How many people just in a general sense will know where to go to find these Thursday night football games? Like that to me is just like you gotta pull up the app. It would say if you don't got Amazon downloaded. Like I don't want to watch Amazon from my t- from my phone or from a computer screen. You gotta actually download it on your TV. Let's say if you, I mean, by now everybody should have a smart TV. But that's that. Even still, if you got a smart TV, it still gotta be not a too old smart TV. Yeah. That's true. Because if it's too old, you may not be able to download. Well, I, I, my, I got a 2015 55-inch in the room, and it still works perfectly fine. Got Amazon on it. Yeah. I think Amazon is one of the main like apps, but I'm just saying sometimes you can't download certain apps because I mean, of the TV model or yeah. it just won't let you download certain apps. But go ahead. I think that it's important to note that the teams will be put on a 28-day notice prior to the flexing of the games. Um, I say if I'm a fan, well, I am a fan. I say if I'm a season ticket holder, I don't like this. 
because if you change, if I already got a Thursday night game on, on my calendar that I want to go to, and even though it's a sufficient amount of a notification, 28 days, say I already took the PTO off at, at my job and I already had it scheduled, and now it's on a Sunday, it, I, I can kind of It's on a weekend now. Just go yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, but I already took time off. I wanted to go see this team. Well, you can still go see the team. Yeah, but I, maybe I had something else planned for that too. Well, they can't please everybody. Yeah, it just, it just. Honestly, I think they should just get rid of the Thursday night games in general because it's just too short of a turnaround from a Sunday night game to a Thursday night game. And you just, it's it to me, it's just like, eh. Like I just played on Sunday, and then three days later. I got to be back on the field. So Sunday, you got Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, back on the field. Three days to recuperate, and then you buy. I remember watching this clip. Um, the tight end from uh, the 49ers. Ah, why am I drawing a blank on his damn name? He's the tight end. Uh, long hair. can't remember his dang old name. Oh, I know who you're talking about, but I can't. He make crazy faces sometimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, I don't know. You're supposed to know this. I'm about to Google his name because I'm gonna be having egg on my face as soon as it comes up. Because yeah. his hair is kind of like reddish or George Kittle. Yeah, yeah. yeah George yeah. Kittle was the one that um, made the statement about um, how basically after a game, the first two days his body just feels like it's been in a car accident. Not bad. That's a lot of hitting going nah, on. That's real though. That's that's for real. Like you get hit enough mm -hmm. yep just soreness because you know your adrenaline's going during the game but once that adrenaline goes down boom you just come down off of that and your body is aching all that contact so i just never like thursday night games just for the players say they ain't so worried about player safety with all this extra stuff and y'all can't just change they these. still want the money man miss me with so all that make them them extra games for the money. Nah, it's player safety when when we they only concerned about player safety if their top talent is getting hurt off the field and nobody wants to watch the game. But it doesn't matter if, if the frequency in which the players play because they can put more advertising dollars into mm -hmm. each game, no matter what. But you're that to me is player safety right there. And you, you guys want to add all these extra games in between, like the Christmas game, the Thanksgiving game, to a, a Black Friday game? Come on. What are we talking about now? <laughs> Y'all adding all these, these... I don't even understand. It's like, okay, let football have the Thanksgiving games. And why don't you let the NBA have the Christmas games? I don't understand why they would have Cause it, it, NFL and NBA like it's more lucrative to have if you can get a if you can get a, a Monday night game and it's Christmas time and it really all depends because you know sometimes they might even you know the NBA and the NFL might even uh like come together and be like all right for broadcasting purposes let's not step on each other's to show to uh, toes but they are if they both playing on Christmas not if they're not playing in the same time slots but they do though. Didn't they play last year both on Christmas? I I know the NBA did, but I don't recall the NFL actually playing. Or am I thinking games. about 
You might think about Thanksgiving. Am I thinking about Thanksgiving? I think you might think. But about I didn't think NBA played on Thanksgiving. I didn't even know the season start. The season don't start till what December for NBA? They be playing in November. Okay, so <laughs> don't start in no December. It All starts right, but, in but still, they not playing really October Thanksgiving but. games. They not playing Thanksgiving games like that in the NBA. I wasn't really saying they were. I just knew that they played Christmas. But I don't know why, for some reason, I was thinking I saw a football game. No. No, uh uh-uh. When did Christmas happen? Was it on Monday? This past Christmas? This past Christmas. What day was Christmas? What what day was Was Christmas? Maybe it was Sunday. Wasn't it on a Sunday? It was on a Sunday, so we did get a Christmas game. Oh, that's why I'm like, I know I'm not crazy, so they normally play on Sundays. So we did get a Christmas game. Unless they decided to cancel. uh, Because I thought I remember just seeing like the hoopla of, you know, the Christmas game. Uh, well, that's the thing. So to me, so yeah, because what we didn't we didn't go anywhere. For Christmas? Yeah. You were out of town. But I came back on Christmas. Oh, yeah, you did come back on Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So, because at first I was thinking, well, wouldn't we watch them? But we were, that was Thanksgiving. But um, when we were going to different places. Um, but anywho, I was just saying, even if it is different time slots, it's going to overlap. I mean. Because, it, it, yeah, it wasn't different time slots because you got to remember. NBA was all day. They had like five games on. They started early, like by noon. That's the NBA's thing, though. That's what I'm saying. That's always been the NBA's thing. So it's like, to me, you stepping on each other's toes and making people choose. Because some people like both. Well, okay, so this is the thing. But for me, I would pick NBA all day. I'm not. (laughs) uh, The Christmas game, I'm actually not too shocked about because you're going to have NFL you're going to have an NFL game on Christmas on a Monday if it falls on a Monday that's just what's going to happen because it's going to always be a Monday night football game I think they crammed the amount of teams so they like we want more teams playing this Christmas game so that way you got an option or you know just kind of spread out NFL is way more popular in the, in the United States anyway when you talk about viewership it is but Christmas games is the NBA. Nah, we're sharing. No. If it falls on the day I already play a game on, I can see if, if Christmas fell on like a Wednesday and then it's like, what y'all doing NFL? Why y'all coming over here? This ain't even y'all regular scheduled day. But Monday and Sunday, that's... That, listen, pastors be letting people out early on Sunday just so they can catch the NFL game. Who just said that? I just heard somebody say, okay, <laughs> stop it. Which, yes, yeah, sometimes they, or or sometimes they don't care, but like, okay, the game on. And I'm I still w- going to preach this message. I wish I would be in Y'all better uh, start recording when, when the, the game. Kickoff go on. What? You better, you better, I, yeah, no. Zoom. Are you on the Zoom? Um, <laughs> Lord, uh, the Lord looking down, shaking his head. No, I'm still, I'm still praising. Mm-mm. No, uh, he picking football. He said no. he picking football over me. All right, so the games that uh are scheduled for those Thursday night weeks, 
are well week 13 through 17 we got seattle seahawks versus dallas cowboys new england patriots versus the pittsburgh steelers los angeles chargers versus the las vegas raiders new orleans saints versus los angeles rams and new york jets versus cleveland browns okay so the only game that i can really say i would actually care to watch ah Mm, I would say maybe the Chargers versus the Raiders. That would be the only game I care to watch, honestly. The rest of really? these you can kind of throw away. Why the Chargers and the Raiders? I mean, because the Chargers, I just like to, I just like to dunk on uh, Justin Herbert, see how trash but he is. That is not a reason to want to watch uh, that game. See how he didn't improve. And, in law, and the Raiders, because they got a— You cannot be that petty. Well, petty. you are that petty. Yeah, I, king but sad yeah, to say yeah. um <laughs> um yeah no these games are pretty much throwaway games i mean so deep into the season it just depends on the the seating of these teams and what their records are as far as are they is, is it even gonna be worth watching so i mean none of these games look good to watch i mean even though the jets have aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to watch Seattle if they're not even in playoff contention, especially versus the Dallas Cowboys. I damn sure don't care about the Dallas Cowboys enough to watch them unless they like, well, unless we fighting, jockeying for position with them in the NFC East. Other than that, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that that is the teams that are up for flex. <laughs> <laughs> inside joke <laughs> up for some flexing um yeah need some flexing myself um anyway <laughs> help me please please somebody help me nfl uh on to the next topic more rules nfl owners approve a rule that would change or that change how kickoffs are handled now me and lena had to do some pre-production i had this title as eliminating kickoffs but we and I said what we had to what are you talking about we had to redo that again um <laughs> I mean basically so the new rule the new rule that's going into effect is now the kicker or excuse me now the returner will have not just the end zone but 25 yards on out to wave it and it be a fair catch and for the ball to be placed at the 25 yard line some people hate this rule um some people think it's for player safety. I did hear Pat McAfee say that this is Roger Goodell trying to prevent it from being any lawsuits or player protection. Um, he hates the rule because he's a former kicker or a former <laughs> partner. So I, I can I can I can kind of side on that. I'm I like seeing returns. Mm-hmm. I like seeing somebody like Devin Hester when he used to play for the Chicago Bears run that thing back and just juke everybody out their shoes. I like seeing stuff like that, but I mean, for player safety, yeah, I get it. It, So, for player safety, I guess because of the mere fact of we got the kickoff, and it is kind of crazy when you look at it, everybody just... We we doing this right? I can't tell you how many times I've seen somebody get like murdered and hurt yeah. through a kickoff because like you talk about streamline straight straight shot. 
you ain't paying like your your vision is square and if you're not paying attention to your peripherals you will get smacked mm, them yeah. peripherals huh and you will not see hey hey i used to be on special teams when i was playing in high school that thing is dangerous oh it you play dangerous. special teams yeah they had me um I thought kickoff. you only played defense. Oh, you know, ain't enough players just to just play defense. You gotta be on special teams too. So, I, mm. uh, I was a uh, what did we call it back then? I want to say um, a striker. You just keep going. a streaker. I will go straight down the field and mm-hmm. run, and I block too. So I'll be on the other side. Mm-hmm. I don't think we ever. Uh, I think we ever returned it when <laughs> special teams. <laughs> We almost did, but they called it back because somebody hold, held the. Um, we got caught on the holding foul. So, oh dang! Yeah. So. Wow. Eh, I guess they just gotta come up with more and more ways to make the game a little safer. I guess I can't blame them for trying to come up with something, but what if they did like fifteen yards instead of twenty five? Mm, nah, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. It got. Uh, it got. It got to be. Unfortunately, it has to be twenty-five yards because it's just like why fifteen? Fifteen yards ain't gonna do nothing for you. I mean, I, I, this goes back to the whole. It's offensive friendly, and the league is becoming way more friendlier to just a high-scoring game rather than a low-scoring. Because think about it. If I'm if if I'm a team that's down by three, right, and I kick the ball, and depending on who it gets kicked to, if it's a high point kick, and you you it might go to your, your the slowest dude on your team, and you already got the gunners coming up, you just need to wave that ball off and put it at the twenty five yard line, so you almost halfway there, and you can just kick the field goal. Mm-hmm. They're setting it up to. For it to be a high scoring game so that way you can go into overtime and do what they need whatever they need to do. But uh I mean, I get it. Some people call it Bush League. I don't I don't care about it. Yeah. We'll see how it works Bush out. Bush League? Bush League, yep. What is that? Bush League is like it's like amateur. It's like you meant Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, what is this? I guess if it's for safety reasons. I don't think it's for safety reasons. I think we just, at this point, we just, everything's changing. That's the rule change. Uh, let us know what you think about it in the comments. You hate it. You love it. It's whatever. <laughs> Going to more rule changes. Uh, NFL is now allowing for an emergency third string quarterback that will not count against the depth chart because why not? This rule allows teams to have a third quarterback on the roster who is not counted among active players but can play in case the top two quarterbacks are injured or unable to play. This rule is uh, this rule was reinstated at the San Francisco 49ers lost their top two quarterbacks, or excuse me, lost their two quarterbacks in the NFC Championship against who? Uh, the Eagles. E-A-G-A. Oh, e. G- E-A. G-L-E-S. G-A. E-A-G-L-E-S. E-A-G-A-L-E-S. No. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyway. Anywho. Ooh, I had to get you on that Yeah, you got me. I'm not going to let you live that one down. That's your team. That is my team. Um, So, basically, the Eagles 
knocked out two of San Francisco's quarterbacks in the NFC Championship game. And a little history lesson for you. It's not the first time this happened. At least for the Eagles. The Eagles have done this twice. Not to the same team. To the uh, back when they were called the Washington Redskins. It was called the, the infamous body bag game. Yes, sir. The body bag game. No, don't put emphasis like that. Yes. The, the, hey, I remember this. I remember this. I, I Of course, I wasn't around to watch it, but I remember hearing the stories of it. What a shame. So, the Eagles <laughs> were playing the Washington Redskins. This is their name back in the day. Don't come at me. And they knocked out two of the Redskins quarterbacks, Jeff Rutledge and quarterback Stan Humphreys. One with a broken thumb. The other one with a, bro- a sprained knee. It got so bad they had to put uh, their returner. Um, what was the guy's name? I just seen his name. They say he was a kick returner. Uh, I I I thought I had his name here, but it's not here. But yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. They knocked out nine players from that game. The running back Greg, uh Gerald Riggs, kick returner Walter Stanley. Wide receiver Joe Howard with a concussion. He got carried off from a stretcher. Jesus. Mm. They even hurt a linebacker. What were the Eagles taking? They were on some crack cocaine or something. Crack. My goodness. Crack. Mixed with some steroids. No. They was knocking people out. Not only did the defense inflict pain. That's not funny. That That is funny. That. That's how crazy football was back in the 90s. Like, it was a dangerous sport. You, it, it was really a gladiator sport. Now, it's just like, I mean, it's still dangerous, but it's not like, it's a little bit more reined in. You're not going to get seriously hurt like you were back in the 90s and the early 2000s. Like, they mm-hmm. were, they were, lit- I remember seeing games where cats literally just tossed their body at the receiver like they hold you you talking about helmet launching my god i remember i watched who was that it was (laughs) it was either it was denver and miami one year and i saw this dude just launch his body at the receiver he didn't even get up they had to carry Mm. him off a stretcher that that was there was some crazy stuff going on back in the early 2000s and 90s i mean and we loved it I mean, we always talk about the Baltimore Ravens and their defense and how they didn't, they held people down to X amount of points. They, yeah, offenses weren't getting off. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can see it. Brian Mitchell, Brian Mitchell is the uh, the kick returner who was uh, who went under center. Brian Mitchell sounds familiar. Why we? I feel like Eagles had like a Brian Mitchell on our team. I feel like we did. Eh, whatever but yeah no um so this rule is important because what i mean even though it's fluky that both of your quarterbacks get taken out you you do need a, a third quarterback i always thought about that i was like what if both them quarterbacks get taken out yeah i thought they already had it set yeah. up like that but i was wrong and let me tell y'all something for, for those who are hating out there talking about some, if the Eagles never knocked out two of the quarterbacks, they would have never made it to the end of, end of the the uh, Super Bowl. Let me tell you something. No, knocked San Francisco. Who? Oh, the uh, for the 49ers? Yeah, no, San Francisco. The Eagles are just a better team. That's all <laughs> it was. We were just the better team that day. 
So I don't care who you could have had back in the center. You could have had Tom Brady back in the center. You were losing that game. No. So stop with the hate, Debo Samuels. You lost. Stop with the hate. Like, he got so much smoke for the Eagles. He calling our cornerbacks trash. Listen, I don't... I, I, four or five years ago, yeah, we had some trash cornerbacks. Yeah, we did. <laughs> four or five years ago, I, 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 was, I was on that train saying that our defense was garbage. Yes. But now, no. Our defense is supreme right now. We up. And we just added some more additions, some more Georgia... Bro, what? Go ahead, sit down, bro. Go ahead, go, have several seats. Get out of here, man. But uh, yeah, I think it's it's important that we, you know, they do have some quarterbacks on deck, just in case you get another body bag game. Y'all had Christian McCaffrey running, throwing the ball for y'all. Y'all know y'all got desperate. <laughs> After that game, I'd, I'd have told Coach, "Hey, man, y'all need to pay me a little quarter of that that quarterback <laughs> salary, man. I'm over here quarterbacking for y'all. I need some of that quarterback salary, man. What?" Yeah. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, that just about does it for our topic. Don't want to drag that too long. We're gonna go into some NBA. Oh yes. More rule changes. More rules. So we'll just keep on in the same vein. So one of the potential rule changes for the NBA is related to flopping. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't we love flopping? LeBron James. <laughs> what? What happened? What? I know you are not. What? What you talking about? The whole league. This is the thing. If it was <laughs> not a um, an entire league mm-hmm. issue, mm-hmm. then there would be no need mm-hmm. to institute this rule. While you mm-hmm. talking about LeBron James, what you talking I'm about? getting so. Think of people talking about LeBron James, Le Flopper, and all that craziness. <laughs> that somebody just commented. I'm like, he wasn't even in the game. Y'all, y'all gotta understand. Lena be taking he was some not, comments to heart. No, to because heart. the clip that you put up, I was doing a breakdown with the Denver Nuggets and LA, whatever game it was. Um, I think one of the first or two games. I I can't remember. LeBron was not even in the in the in the clip. And somebody just commented "La Flopper," and I'm like, "Did anybody even flop? Like, what is happening?" You know, like, LeBron James is so polarizing. It's either it's almost like either you love him or hate him. Yeah, you love him or hate him. And it's just like I don't get it. Like, I literally see like hate groups of sports fans towards LeBron. I'm like, "Are y'all sick?" And it seems like you would be that way with someone that had that type of like villain like character about themselves you know like he's a pretty like stand-up guy is. family man respectable guy and it's like when did he sleep with y'all wives because i don't understand he's so perfect that he's like nah he like gotta some, it gotta be some kind of chicken man because no matter what he does somebody will always say well he ain't do this because mj did this or he ain't Bro. That man can that man can can score a hundred thousand points, <laughs> and it still comes. still won't be enough. It's still now. Well, MJ did this in '98. However, you do have your moments when you do that. But anywho, do what? I digress. Wait, what I do? So we're gonna continue on with the rule change. Oh yes, you do be hating. I don't 
LeBron. You do, just like you did when I first opened this up. <coughs> LeBron. I, I, I like so, to throw jabs. No. It's all love. You know, you, you, when yeah, you yeah. love with somebody, throw jabs. Go nah, on, I don't want to hear. On, you remember that when I throw jabs at you. Take it as love. Mm, no, go ahead. Yeah. No, your jabs be, your jabs be petty, but go ahead. A jab is petty. That's the whole point. Oh, what? Go, go ahead with your go ahead with your topic. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, Lord. I'm gonna go when I'm gonna go. Get Tell going. me what to do. I I'll go when I'm gonna go. Get going. I will. All right. <laughs> so those that watch basketball understand what flopping is, but for those that don't know what flopping is, here's the explanation. It basically is referring to exaggerating contact to deceive officials and gain an advantage in the game. So the um, there's a, a document of some sort that mentions while flopping has been a, basically a topic for the past decade, which that's pretty long, but that has been an issue for quite some time. It's been very difficult for officials to enforce these penalties. The distinction between a defensive foul, which is a block, and an offensive foul, which is a charge, is subjective, right? Like, that's part of the issue. It doesn't seem consistent because it is subjective. It's kind of hard to make those calls. And so the rule changes... Uh, favoring offensive players have led defenders to result to flopping. So not only is it people that are playing defense that are flopping, it's people on offense too. It's, so it's, that was why they did the rule that messed up. Not messed up, but it kind of changed game the way, the way that play. Yeah, with Trey Young Trey, and James Harden Trey. because they doing all this extra stuff to jump into people. And so it's not looking like a basketball move. I think I I I think that. So to me, that's flopping too. It is flopping. <laughs> no, you're right. It is flopping. Or when MVB'd, barely got touched, just a slight, and he just fell to the ground when Grant Williams in the playoffs, like MB. Now you just gonna tum- and then they called it. I, it's so it's so annoying. It's like, bro, like y'all are playing. I get it. Play the game. I mean. You, yeah, you they're playing, playing the game within the game. Yeah, you're playing the game within the game. I get it. You're playing the game, but sometimes it's just like, brother, play the freaking game. Flops. I, I don't even know when this flop stuff even started. Like it was just. Yeah, like, I don't know either. Like but it, I know it's been around. It's been around for quite some time because you know what, Reggie Miller was a flopper on offense. He was doing that jumping into you stuff. But I'm just saying now it's just <laughs> exacerbated with everybody doing it. It's like, bruh. Yeah. Now I mean, now I can't even tell the difference between a real and a fake. I'm like, it was what happened. Somebody grabbing an eye. I'm like, damn, need to get hit. And I look, man, the wind blew past your eye. Get out of here, man. You you sick. Get out, man. Uh, so basically what the rule change could potentially be is that they will penalize you by assessing a technical free throw. So I don't think that's necessarily a technical foul call because, you know, if you get a technical, if you get two technicals, then you're ejected. So I think it's just 
hopefully it's not that. Um, so I guess we'll know more for sure. But they do plan to test this new rule out during the Vegas Summer League in July. So we'll see what happens. You shouldn't be. You definitely shouldn't be flopping in a Vegas Summer League, fam. It's basketball. They gonna flop whenever they can flop. I mean, don't do that in no Vegas. You trying to show? Don't do that. Please don't do that. Well, I wish they would have stuck to their rule that they set forth in 2012. Which was what? Well, this whole, they had warnings for the first violation of flopping. And then any violations after that after that would have resulted in fines, which range from 5000 to 30000 They need to keep that. They need to go ahead and bring that back. But the determination for, I guess, if something was a flop, that wasn't made by the ref that was made through review after the game. So I don't know, like, does somebody have to complain and then it gets reviewed? Like, I don't even know how it even, what the process was since it's not made by the refs during the game. To me, that should be a ref call. It should be, but it ain't. So I don't know. Honestly, for me, I would just say, Refs, quit calling flop. It's just so easy because it wasn't always like this. But see, so they're doing, like you said earlier, they're doing what the game is allowing them to do. If you gonna call it, why wouldn't I keep flopping? But it's the refs. I mean, the refs are already under a bunch of pressure, and they calling bad plays. Now you're like, well, ref, why didn't you call that? Like, and then it's like, well, they ain't gonna penalize them then. It's it's like a, it's like, <laughs> and they gonna stop making bad calls. Does anybody ever take the time out and say, how is the ref psyche doing? Huh? Don't nobody care about the ref psyche. That's don't the don't ref. That's the problem. Don't ref. That's y'all problem. No, y'all, y'all want the ref about the referees. The ref want to be involved in and the game, and it ain't their game. What's their mental health what, like? What you mean they mental health? What's their mental health like? Huh? You know what you signing up for when you become a ref. Stop it. <laughs> y'all just over you here. You know just, what you signing up for? Just all. Oh, what's so funny is uh, Scott Foster when he got hit in the face by LeBron. Man, he still his lip, lip is still messed up. He you was see like, it? yeah, he was like, I, I, I bet they've been waiting for this for twenty five years. <laughs> what was Chris CP? That's what he said. Yeah, he said that. He's like, they, I, I know somebody's been waiting for this for twenty five years. Yep, got CP, your payback. CP three, yeah, was Tebo in that thing? You're like, ah. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, karma is a mug. Yeah. So CP3 didn't have to get you, but LeBron James did, and they friends. Yeah. Not that LeBron James, of course, didn't do it on purpose, but it's just ironic how things happen. Yeah, that that was pretty ironic. Scott Foster got bold in the face. That was a win for C- If anything, CP3 can go out now and be like, all right, my job's done. He got bold in the face. <laughs> Lord, like you gotta to have some smoke with a ref. That's some serious stuff, man. Hey, but these refs be out here bold. That's some bold. You want to hear something funny about a ref? What? My mom was just telling me back home in Indiana there was a game, and I guess the refs was like not good, and they got to fighting a ref and a parent. I can see that. I can see that happen. No, that's just... I can see that. Heck, it happened when I was in college and my sister was playing. And she was... This was a... She was in elementary. And what happened? The refs were fighting each other. Now, that's crazy. (laughs) But how it was... Okay, this was her school ball team, right? 
So her school ball team, how they did it with the refs, because they're not paying like real refs for these little fourth and fifth graders. Yeah, so they would have like a teacher or like they probably was like a gym teacher refing from each. So they would have one ref from one team and then the other ref would be from the other school to make it kind of balanced. Mm-hmm. Well, and it was a lady and a man. And I guess the lady got mad and she uh, she approached the dude like aggressively. Like, I don't know if she started swinging because I can't remember. But basically, she approached him like she was ready to throw down. These are fourth and fifth grade. That's like nine, 10, 11 year olds. You know how parents. I don't know. You know, why but those are refs. You know how these parents are. We That's just, them ain't parents. Them is refs. I'm just saying like <laughs> y'all fighting each other. You you know the most dangerous spot on earth is a kid's sports game. Like I mean, the kids most like, dangerous. Yes, when parents are around and their kids, it we just saw last year a parent, uh, somebody, daddy got killed on oh, a football true. field. Man, yeah, that was crazy. You know how that, crazy that parents are. Sad. You just be a coach, I'm kidding. I'm parents, I know, crazy. but You're talking crazy. Wait, Kenyon Martin, they sure did. <laughs> Kenyon Martin was saying how when he would watch his son play, and you know the type of person Kenyon Martin is. Like he was, he he's not gonna hold back. You know, yeah, he nah. gonna say what he gonna say. So he said one game, I think it was AAU. I can't remember if it was AAU or just a normal school ball game, and he said. <laughs> He saw the refs talking at halftime, and he said he went up to them and was like, the only thing y'all should be talking about right now is how bad <laughs> how bad of a job y'all was doing. And so, and I can't remember if this was the same game or not, so I might be blurring the story. But then either the same moment or another time, he was like, man, I will fight you right now. Like, he told the ref, if it wasn't for whatever, I would literally fight you. Hey, man. And I'm like now these refs. I'm gonna tell y'all. I get it. They be cheating though. You wanna know if you if you're a um if you're a personal trainer, I would start personal training refs, so that way refs can be swollen, bulked up for these parents because they can be. You ain't gonna come up to no ref looking like the Rock. I you ain't doing that. No matter how mad you might get, you gonna uh, you gonna second guess you coming up to that ref. Well, yeah. y'all need to start taking karate classes or something because these parents be out of pocket. Sometimes it be the coaches, too. And the coaches. Dude, I remember my high school team. It was a holiday tournament. <laughs> and the boys coach, like, chased the ref out the gym. Mm. Like, as soon as the game was over, like, he took off. I was like, what the? Mind you, they was cheating, but still. I, we chasing refs. I mean. We chasing them. But see, I've had. Everybody, if you play sports, we all have that one story of a parent versus a coach, a parent versus a ref. Yeah, I got a story too where I remember one of my uh, one of my defensive coaches, he got punched in the face by a parent. And, See that's and with brass knuckles. I remember that vividly. I remember, that oof. yeah, and he had they they locked the dude up. Crazy. They locked the I parent bet. up too. Wait, they locked the coach up? No, the parent. They, the parent got locked oh, up. Oh, I'm about to coach, say. And the coach. The, the, did he? Did they fight? Or he just he stole him, one? And he snuck him. And he ain't like throw a punch back? He he was knocked out cold. And this oh, coach was hot no. diesel. We talking about a big dude. And he got knocked out cold. And it was just like, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, like, so he knocked him out. And what was y'all doing as students? Like. 
we just looked like did y'all bro, go to the coach to help him or we, we could we were sitting in awe like this can't be happening you ever see something you be like this is not real <laughs> almost we make sit, you freeze like yeah, we sitting there looking like this is not real this can't be for real we are so who got the dude who got the parent like once he didn't he hit took off oh he just hit and run yeah, he took off wow we was just sitting there looking like and, and it was like and the crazy thing is his son wasn't even playing on defense his son was playing on offense it was just like and he hit the defensive coach he was a defensive line coach and, the, and like part-time defensive uh defensive assistant coach but I was like, your son don't. He, he was a wide receiver. Like, why are why why what, did what he want about? his son to play defense? Or something? I don't. Nobody know. Nobody really know. I don't know the story. I know there is a story, but I didn't. Back then, I wasn't really paying attention to what was going on. They ain't talk about it at school. What they, the boy? What the boy say? What? Oh, the, the son. son. <laughs> the son got suspended too. How he get suspended? They, he, what you call it? You uh, you were egging it on. Oh, he was instigating it? Instigating it, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess so. Because I'm like... They kicked him off the team, too. Dang. Yeah, because it's like, okay, that's your your dad, but he came in here and assaulted... Yeah. Like, how you just sneak... Hi, anywho, yeah. we didn't got into that. Yeah. Is just crazy. I'm telling you, it was a crazy. Oh, it was a crazy my season. It was a crazy season. So yeah, so hopefully it never comes to that in the NBA. But I mean, these NBA players ain't trying to fight nobody. Yeah. They already know fines and you know reputation, and they could possibly get kicked out of the league. So mm-hmm. there's no fighting going on. Um, but yeah, so with this new policy that may be implemented possibly um it's still gonna be a kind of subjective or left for interpretation type of thing it's just those cars calls are just they're hard to make i get it but they can still be somewhat tapered down at least lessen it you know um let's see what else uh oh additionally the um nba document suggests that nba the nba well it's not the nba somebody suggests that the nba needs to address the issue of non-primary defenders like help side defenders sliding under airborne players to draw charging files i agree because why are you trying to take a charge? I can't tell you how many times it's and been yelled about. Yeah, it's not a charge. Because you gonna take a charge while I'm in the air. What am I supposed to do when I'm in the air? It's not a charge. It's not. I I honestly wish. And I, I how long have I been saying this? Take charges out. Not completely, but that type of charge. Like that's not defense to me. You you're rewarding somebody. I'm gonna just slide over at the last second. While I'm up in the air where I can't go nowhere or no, I'm going to take a charge. Like in the Miami in Boston game, game four, I don't know if Grant Williams was trying to take a charge, but I think he kind of tried to put himself in a position to possibly maybe bait the referee into they might call a charge for this because he saw who was it? Who was it? Who was it? It was what's his name? Zeller. 
for Miami. He saw <laughs> he saw him approaching him, but what was happening? Zeller was running, and Robert Williams were running like kind of side by side. But Robert Williams had pushed Zeller. Mm-hmm. So Zeller, you already know he kind of uncoordinated a little bit. Very uncoordinated. <laughs> so when he pushed him, Zeller then kind of went into Grant Williams. But here's the thing: like I said, Grant Williams can see Zeller coming at him, so he almost went to like basically in his line of running. So you're putting yourself in a position instead of like just kind of being on defense, like okay, I'm gonna put my arm here. Mm-hmm. Don't go, and then I'm gonna just fall down, and then who got the foul call? They called it on Grant Williams. See if you, but when it did that, you wouldn't have got a foul called. So that's what I mean. Sometimes those plays go the other way, where I'm gonna just step into somebody, and Zeller ain't trying to like do nothing to you. He got pushed, so I get pushed into you like you grant williams and you gonna take it what kind of mess why would you take like that is stupid like i said i don't know if grant williams was trying to take a charge but it was just the whole point of how he set himself into position to me to be right in front of him he mm-hmm. he didn't have to do that anyway um that's just one example but there's plenty of examples or i don't like when they try to take a charge when you're throwing a pass I am throwing a pass. Why why is this? That is not defense. That is not defense. But anyway, it's just stupid. So we'll see what happens with all this once the summer league hits. But this is definitely the first step to kind of, I guess, change the it's going to change. the flopping that's going on. Because we're tired of seeing it. Yeah, and I'm tired of seeing people like you talk about LeBron. Because he needs to stop flopping. You the face of the league until you're not. He about to be out the league. So who who y'all gonna blame it on? Who y'all gonna blame it on when he leave? I you know what I will give Ja Wick his props for not being a flopper. So that's all you gonna call him now? Yeah, I'm gonna call him Ja Wick. So you say otherwise. <laughs> I mean, till he till he changed. Hey, lives. look, leave that man alone, because the man was just posting stuff on Twitter, and they had to do a y'all, wellness check y'all, on him. Y'all be overhyping stuff. First of they all, they did a wellness check. First of all, John, he's he's a twenty four year old Gen Zer. They all do that that crap when they get all emotional or in their feelings about something. And, Post some cryptic stuff on Instagram or social media. He like, going through a lot. He going through whatever. Like he didn't have a lot of off the court issues, and man, so those things that they had brought up about the that man fine. him going up there to the Foot Locker or the shoe store, and him and the boy, and the it's just that it's just it's fine. just been a bunch of stuff. The optics of it. That's so the optics. Listen, <laughs> I, I you know no. Nah, if 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 he was my family member, I'm going to check on you because I don't know yeah, why are you. Fine. Why are you posting all these? Okay, I'm gonna post a picture of my mom. I'm gonna tell you something. Goodbye, all this goodbye. Like, what you mean goodbye? The dude probably posted that while he's sitting right next to his mama. He probably like, no, he didn't. You don't know what goes on in the confines of this man. (laughs) He probably sitting right next to his pops and his mom posting this stuff, and they looking like, John, what was that for? He probably got something. They wouldn't have needed to do a wellness check if that was the case. The you know, police came to his house. The the Memphis Grizzlies are probably the one that said, hey, we don't know. At this point, we just want to be on the safe side. Go to this man's house. Check on him. Yeah. And make sure he's all right. It's rather be Why safe than sorry. are probably right there like, well, boy, they probably looking at him like, see, that's the thing. You know, you know your kids better than 
anybody else. And and when they do stuff like this, you just got to look at them and be like, they, they probably got like inside laughing jokes about this kind of stuff with Jai. It's like, bro, because he did the same thing the first time he got caught. Not the same thing, but he did that whole interview where he felt bad and he checked himself into this whole little... That's not the same thing. No, but I'm not talking about that being the same thing. I'm saying like he played this little... like. He's trying to play the empathy card. Like, I checked myself into this. No, therapy. that was PR. They made him do that. And he this, didn't. This, this was something he did on his own. You don't think this could be PR, too? No. Mm. For what? Mm. Just for the just for the sake of saying everybody's dumping on me right now. I'm getting it from left and right. So let me post this cryptic message on Instagram so that way people can remember, hey, I'm still a human being. Hey, I'm still a 24-year-old young kid. Hey, I need help too. And the reality of it is he just probably want people to get off his back because he's been catching True, left and right. But you know how you get people off your back? With your actions. The stuff that you didn't say it, you didn't said it, the first time, you know, I've I've gone and wherever he supposedly, supposedly went for eight days or eight games however long he was gone and, that's and he I mean. did breathing exercises and talk to somebody and that's all bs that was all BS. well of course just like so this, now just like this could listen i'm not don't don't take and misconstrue my words is i don't take him whatever the cryptic stuff he put on social media is i'm taking it lightly i'm taking it with a grain of salt because he sat there and did this stuff once now we're back in the same, you you know, even worse position than what you were before. And you posting these cryptic messages. You're looking for sympathy, brother. I don't have it. Not for you right now. I just hope he don't for real do something. He ain't going to do nothing to himself. Listen, mm-hmm. this man got millions of dollars. And I ain't saying that resolves your whatever issue. It sure don't. It's but, your mindset. But I'm saying for the sake of what I've seen and what I've witnessed, most of the time, tendencies usually show if somebody is on that verge of harming themselves john morant does not and by what i've looked at what i've witnessed he doesn't strike me as the type to be on that verge of i can harm myself doesn't seem like that type in the one no we don't know that Just you know how many people that have done that and you're like what i can't believe it we don't know that i don't even want to think of him as that as a possibility but the fact that they had to do a wellness check it's like all right we need to check up on him just to make sure so that probably was right next to his mom and dad. we just need to pray for him at this point he just need prayer hard head make a soft ass you just gotta learn at this point i'm just sorry you just gotta learn lord that i'm not i'm not i'm not falling for when i heard it, i was like i don't want to hear that i don't care I, i'm just being honest i don't care like y'all talking about this man he posting this stupid like dog stay off social media you ain't gotta post this that is true he don't have to post anything if you really is if it's really about okay i'm gonna take a break from social media then disappear from social media you don't don't have to post announce it that yeah you don't have to post that i'm leaving social media or maybe he just wanted to i don't know it's it's just soft it's like the softest stuff i I see but i guess other people i guess other people do do that where they be like all right y'all i'm taking a break from social media so people know so that's like don't 
if you DM me or whatever the case, I'm not gonna respond. It's, it's a it's a cry it's a cry for attention, not help attention to get you guys in off my. I back. think it's a cry for help. It ain't no cry for help. That man, I, listen, you he's, nah, no, just I don't just, know just what y'all going through. He he, nah, bro, bro, just disingenuous. I, at this point, to me, your actions until I see otherwise, because I listen. I, I I would sit here and openly say I have cake for this man and and I was a I was the one that oh two years ago I said John Moran's my favorite player. I never even seen any actions off the court, but just seeing him play, and I don't pay too much attention to people's personal lives, especially athletes, honestly, because if it, uh, uh, outside of if you murdering somebody or beating on the woman, I don't pay attention to that. I mean, not that stuff, but like your personal life. And I was like, Ja is a stand-up dude. He could be the face of the league. And then all this stuff starts to come down. Your character, who you show us, and as soon as we see something and you repeat it, that is you. You tell us one thing and you do another. That's you. Until I see otherwise, that's you. I don't care about these cryptic messages. Show and prove, brother. Because at this point, you're just acting like a little 15-year-old. I got posted. I'm leaving. I don't care. You're a grown man. You a grown man talking about you leaving social media? Fam, go sit down and just chill. He may be grown I, by his grown man. biological age, but his mind and maturity is not his age. So he's, what, 24? His mind is not 24. Now you got all this money and everything else that comes with it. It was a lot. That was thrown or put on him and these responsibilities. Not making excuses. I'm just saying there could be people like him. He's showing that he probably wasn't ready for all this. So it could be a form of acting out. The stuff that he's doing. Because it don't even make sense. It don't seem to make sense. So that's all I'm saying. I get that he grown and he should. But just like Gil. He made mistakes. He was young in his 20s. Kenyon Martin was talking about the same thing. And he was like, man, if they would have had social media back in my at my age or that age, he was like the stuff I was doing, the places I was going, man. So they get it. So, again, not making excuses, but I'm just saying just because you a certain age don't mean that your maturity level is going to be that same. I think that it, it, a lot is has to be reexamined about this whole John Morant situation in terms of who's handling him. Like I get that we, we keep saying his parents are there. His daddy is there, but who's handling him. Who's keeping him humble. If we keep having instances of this going, who is handling this, this young man? He don't have anybody you know, in his corner. But then what makes it his even, videos is doing what he just, Riding around. But what makes it even worse is that the fact that you got vet there saying, we, hey, man, you just got to learn and bump your head. And nobody's willing. And and I get it. It's not your job. It's not LeBron. Nobody's nobody's going after LeBron saying, LeBron, you need to go talk to him. LeBron got other stuff to do. He should go talk to what they've been saying because he played for Memphis. Zebo? Yes, he played for Memphis. Was Z, was Zebo in trouble? Did Zebo not? In I don't like think that? doing. I can't remember what, but he didn't. He had done some stuff, so that's why they saying like he need to go to somebody that can relate to him. 
What you gonna And you were and you were in Memphis, so you understand the atmosphere and the environment. Ja is on a crash course out the league. He's he's what you He's not about to be out the league. If if he don't listen I hope he ain't, cause man. I don't want him either. I, I think this dude is a is a once in a lifetime talent for him to do this stupid stuff. I'm I was sick to my stomach. I was like, bro, you you gotta be kidding. Gotta yeah, be stupid. Just, All right, well, yeah. we kind of went on a tangent. That wasn't even on the docket. But um, the other thing that we do want to talk about that's someone that has announced they, their official official time out of the league, Carmelo Anthony. Mm, Carmelo! 19 years. But he didn't even play for anybody this season. No, nah, he, he didn't get picked up. I know that was just kind of like dang. Nah, he's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this is the Carmelo. We gonna we gonna give Carmelo his flowers. Yes, yeah, give but, him but, his but, flowers. But Carmelo, you gonna catch these jokes, brother? Oh my goodness! So he was drafted <laughs> by the Nuggets <laughs> as the third overall pick in the 2003 draft. He became one of the league's most prolific scorers. Because he's, I think, ninth in all-time scoring. I meant to look that up to confirm, but he's somewhere in the top 10. Um, If not 10, 11, somewhere around there. Averaging 20.8 points a game over his first 10 seasons. He's also a two-time Olympic gold medalist, 10-time All-Star, However, he has never won a championship. But, I mean, he played for the Knicks <laughs> and the Nuggets. So, at that time, eh. But they did have a good run that one year. I forget what season that was when he was with the Nuggets. Um, so, speaking of the Nuggets and runs and all that, we know that Joker is on his run and trying to win him a championship. And it would be the first championship for that franchise if they do win so they are of course awaiting the winner of boston and miami now ironically joker and carmelo number 15 was the number that they wore that joker now wears did you look to see how many years he played with the nuggets yeah it was eight he played eight years with the nuggets okay so about how about half almost Jokic half his career, I guess. Yeah, he spent eight with the Nuggets, seven with the Knicks, and then two with oh okay. no, one with uh one, oh Portland, two with Portland, oh, one two. with uh Lake oh, and then one with the Lakers. Okay, yeah. So most of his time was with the Nuggets. Yeah, just yeah. So hmm. um, so Carmelo Anthony's had a very distinguished career, um, but. Topics came up about possibly retiring his number. So we know Carmelo heralded that number 15 while he was spent his time in Denver. It just so happened that Jokic also holds that number, the number 15, while he's in Denver. So I thought it was a good idea to kind of compare. Even though Carmelo's been was in the league twice as long as Jokic was, Jokic came in 2015 as a second round pick. 14, Four, when in 14? 2014. Yeah, that's what you got here. I thought it was 15. Maybe it was 14. Was it 14? That's what you have in yeah, the notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. 2014, 
41st overall. Get Mind you, 41st overall. So, if we look at the numbers and break the numbers down, comparatively so to Melo and, I mean, because at first, originally, I was going to do eight seasons to eight seasons since Joker's been in there for eight seasons, right? Mm-hmm. You want to do it another way? What's wrong? Nothing. Oh, okay. Um, if you look at regular season stats per game, Melo averaged more, more, more points per game. 22.5 to Joker's just 20.2, which I don't think that's right. At regular season, oh, but it's going through averages entire, for the whole for career. The whole career, okay, yeah, no, so that would be correct if you know Jokic came in as a second round. And then you look at rebounds. Of course, Jokic is killing him in that damn near half, as he should. Ten point his big old seven foot self. You playing center? Yeah, while Carmelo has six point two rebounds, assists. Jokic is killing him in assists as well. Six point six to Carmelo Anthony's 2.7. Okay, we know Carmelo Anthony was not known Did to be not passing. pass the ball. We, that's, <laughs> He's going to hold it for 18, 19 <laughs> seconds of the shot the clock. <laughs> At, uh, steals, they were kind of like neck and neck a little bit. Uh-huh, you know? steals. Yeah, but that's not... Blocks, I'm actually shocked at the blocks. I thought Jokic would at least... That's not his game. Think but, about it. Who who we been watching? Who he been blocking? That ain't his game. I'm shocked though. That's and weird. man barely jump. He ain't he barely jump. Yeah, he yeah yeah. He not super athletic, so he not even trying to block. So that, that defense is not his thing. Neither so that, one of them. So that's neck and neck. Um, and then you look at honors, honors and awards. Jokic already has two MVPs in eight seasons. Carmelo has zero MVPs. I meant to look up. How close Carmelo has been in the race for MVP and to get a chance to. And you look at M- all NBA first teams. I'm actually shocked by this. Carmelo Anthony has zero. I'm not shocked. All NBA first teams. You got to think about the class he was in. But you would think. As so that's why I was saying you compare him like MVPs. He in the same class as LeBron. Kobe would have been playing like all these players. Yeah, yeah. Like that's gonna be hard to be getting the MVP. Heck, Kobe barely. You know what I mean? Like Kobe got snubbed for MVP. No, LeBron has about, gotten snubbed for an MVP. I'm not talking about MVP. I'm talking about NBA All First Team. Oh, well, true. But I'm just saying, even still, like that is still hard to obtain because the first team is by your position. True. Very true. So if LeBron, I'm trying to think, because LeBron would have been considered a forward, so would Carmelo. So you gonna you gonna beat LeBron? Yeah. Well, not to say that he can't. I'm just saying like (laughs) that's hard. And then whoever else would have been, I can't think around that time in the early 2000s, who would have been. I can't think, but yeah, it was quite there was some talent. But yeah, I mean, Jokic has three NBA All First Teams. Uh, if you talk, tell us I can. But because NBA, the, the, when you look at the league now, but, the but, big man but, is pretty up. much non-existent, so but, it's much easier for him to get the center positions. But let me get through this. 
I just got to let the people know. Okay, okay. You can you can let the people know after I get through no, this. No, I'm letting the people know during. All right, let me get through this. <laughs> all NBA teams, six for Carmelo. He, so he has made all NBA teams six times, just not the first team. And then Jokic, five overall. And we again, this is a, comparing a career, a full length of almost 20 years to eight, eight years. And you talk about scoring leader. Carmelo has been the scoring has won the scoring title one time. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Jokic hasn't because we're not expecting Jokic to put up 50 points every night. So, he doesn't He doesn't have to. He got Jamal Murray on his team. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. He got Jamal Murray on he his got, team. He got Jamal Murray, yeah. They don't have to run the offense through Jokic. Um, and you, now but we, they do, though. He be, he be leading the... Uh, Facilitating, he do, but he don't have to. That's what I'm saying. When you ain't got to, you just doing it. That's, that's the difference. Now, if we look at uh NBA championships and seasons, both are tied at zero. Even though I put an asterisk on Jokic this year because he's good. Listen, I'm gonna make this pro- proclamation right here. Jokic is winning the NBA title this year, undoubtedly. There's no doubt in my mind that Jokic is not winning this year. He's winning this year, so he's gonna have one over Carmelo. Uh, NBA seasons. I mean, we already went over that. Playoffs play. Joke. Play. Playoffs play. He's played in five. Carmelo's played in thirteen. It's not bad. All star games. Carmelo doubles. He has ten all star games. Jokic has five. And we look at playoff stats. Mm-hmm. Points per game. Carmelo twenty three. Jokic twenty seven point three. <laughs> I'm, I mean, good lord! That when we talk about stepping up, uh, we so we talk about stepping up, and then uh, we talk about rebounds too. Eleven point. Okay, of course uh, that's going to happen. And then assists, two point five for Carmelo. Jokic, seven point. So his playoff stats actually boost when he gets to the playoffs, which is uh, it, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's it should. It's incredible. If you that dude, you that guy. Jokic made me a believer now, so I rock with Jokic now. Um, we talking about let's see, best seasons no game minimum. I don't really matter. We talking about their best seasons comparably. So we just look at the ancillary stuff like free throw percentages. Jokic has point three four eight to Carmelo's three point five three. Point, I mean, yeah, they both are essential three point shooters, but Carmelo is a pure score like to me. He he is. He's supposed to shoot the three. His his percentage is supposed to be a little bit better. It's not. Better, than, not too much better than Jokic, but it's good enough. Field goal percentage, Jokic has a better field goal percentage. Mid range, he doesn't take too many threes, a lot of threes like Carmelo. And then free throw percentage, Jokic is slightly better than Carmelo, but their free throws are pretty good, both of them. Yeah. All right, okay. Around not 82, 81%. Yeah. I'm not mad at that at all. Um, the rest of these stats, I mean, playoff points. Carmelo has nine, uh, one thousand nine hundred and fourteen. Jokic right now has one thousand seven hundred and eighteen. He's probably going to pass Carmelo in the next season. Um, rebounds. Jokic has way more rebounds than he does by five seven hundred and fifty. Carmelo only has five hundred and fifty-seven. We talk about total assists. These are all playoff stats, folks. Steals. Carmelo has 100 steals in the playoffs to Jokic is 67. Blocks, 29 blocks for Carmelo. Jokic, 55. 
total uh, games played. We talking about 83 games played in the playoffs to Jokic's 63. So just based off of those stats, and we talk about Carmelo playing 19 versus Jokic only playing eight seasons. Jokic is already almost halfway to where Carmelo is. And, and we talking about an amount of eight seasons. If Jokic continues this upward trend of points with his, and stats, he's going to surpass Carmelo within the next, I'll say, three years. Pass Carmelo in what? Uh, Well, not points. Um, I'll say uh, he's already surpassed him in uh, well, blocks. He's about to surpass him in blocks. He's... You just mean just like as an overall as player? As an overall player, yeah. As an overall like player. Like who you would respect. pick? Yeah. I'm still picking Carmelo Anthony. So you you would you would tell? I ain't picking nobody to get picked last, second to last in the All-Star game. But, but, but no. Uh, but, but the whole point. We didn't of, talk about this before. Stop it. But the whole point of me bringing up those stats is if I got a center who is undoubtedly already etched himself into a Hall of Fame, would I retire? Would I tell him to retire his number or change numbers so that way we can retire Carmelo's number? Would you tell Jokic, hey man, I know you won MVP twice. I know you won us a championship, which he's about to. I'm calling it now. But we need you to let Carmelo retire that number because he did so much for Denver. What if they just retire both their numbers? That's what? That's, okay, let's let's no, what I'm what? saying is what I'm saying is how I'm not saying now what I'm saying is when Joker is done retire both of them No. Because it, it, it takes it, it 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 defeats the purpose of retiring the number if I got two people who wore that same number. But okay, let's just say we got Joker playing right now with number 15. Mhm. And let's just say LeBron happened to be playing for Denver. And LeBron was who he is as LeBron for the Nuggets. Mm -hmm. So you mean to tell me you would never retire LeBron's jersey? I can't help that they got the same number. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to tell the current player to change your number, but I still want to give recognition to the person that happened to have the same number before you came. So that's what I'm saying. Why can't you retire both of them now? The only thing is, when does it make sense to... Like, can it be a possibility? It's like, let's retire just because it's him, but we're not really retiring the number. It's just no one else can get this number. Joker can still wear it. But then after that, this is done with. They're going to retire it because of Jokage. I'm. I don't care. At this point, I don't care what Carmelo did. Who brought me to the finals? Who got me? What do you mean? It's not just based off of you getting to the finals. I'm. I guess we just have to go back and look at all the people that got their jerseys re, uh, retired. I did confirm that yes, Carmelo was is ranked ninth in all time scoring. Um, but I guess I would just have to think about everybody that has their jersey retired. Do, do all of those players have a championship? Is that the criteria? I'm not saying you have to have a championship to get your jersey retired. I'm talking about in the sense I'm not care. I don't care because you know what you think. Charles Barkley got his jersey retired. No, 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 no. We not. I'm not talking about. What? I'm not talking about players who got their jersey retired because they. I'm talking about if I got two, two players who 
put up good numbers. I got one that's currently playing and one that is is retired. Who did for me? Who did more for me while they were in my organization? I'm not talking about players who did good and they got they got their jerseys retired. I'm talking about two completing play. It just happenstance that Jokic wore number 15 and Carmelo wore number 15. But I don't think it's about comparing them two. It ain't about comparing them two. That's like LeBron is with the Lakers and Kobe was with the Lakers and Kobe jersey gets retired, but I got to compare LeBron to Kobe to det- No, it ain't got n- they don't they don't have anything to do with each but other. But no, but no, you missing my I I'm saying that one Kobe, first of all, nobody's going to touch the number eight while in L.A. Of course, nobody's t- that's. But but we're talking about the instance of Melo was still playing while Jokic was in the league. Not saying that nobody, no, not saying LeBron wasn't playing. I'm saying Melo was still playing while Jokic was in the league, and Jokic had that number fifteen while Aunt Carmelo Anthony was still in the league. If I am the organizer, if I'm the owner, and the talks of retiring that number 15 comes up and I'm like, well, I got a guy who won two MVPs who's going to win me a championship wearing that number 15. Am I going to tell my superstar to, Hey, I need you to just allow that number to go away and you wear a different verse to, to the guy who, yeah, he took Denver to a Western conference finals. Yeah. Yeah. He was decent on Denver while he was there. But I got a guy who's doing more for me now. And I want to honor him because he's done more for my organization than anybody ever done for my organization. Point blank, period. We ain't never been to the finals to this guy I got on the team. We ain't never had a two-time MVP on our team. But that's that what I'm saying. It's like you can... Because, okay, before Carmelo got there, how many Western Conference finals had they been to before Carmelo got there? We had to look at the numbers. I'm pretty sure they ain't been... But I'm... So you have to look at Carmelo's body of work for his time frame. It has nothing to do with Jokic. I know you're saying it doesn't have, but we're talking about retiring a number. What? What? I'm saying do both. No. Why not? Because I want to. I want to enshrine my player who did. When you retire a number, when your number go up in the rafters, that means you did something for that organization that can't be. That can't be redone. No, that's not true. If that's the case, you would only have one jersey up there. People come and go. But what I'm saying... Look at all the people that got their jerseys retired at the Lakers. How many people... Okay, let me ask you this question. How many people wear Larry Bird's number with the Boston Celtics? How many people have wore Larry Bird's number with the Boston Celtics? You think they'll ever let... You think that if Larry Bird played... When he started playing in 79, if there was a player that held that number that Larry Bird had, do you think, oh, he did, he got us to playoffs, you think they would ever fix themselves to say, well, we should retire his number, but we should retire at the same time as Larry Bird? Hell no. But you bringing up a scenario. I'm not. I don't. Hell I don't even no. get what you just said. I'm saying because if a Larry, in the set, if, a, if if Larry Bird's jersey is retired, then you're not gonna. But that number is not. Re, but when, the Nuggets, no. what we're talking about, that number is not retired. But what I'm saying is, if you had a, I'm saying that say you had a player in the '70s before Larry got there that wore Larry's number. But and, that's the thing. It wouldn't have been Larry's number because that person was there before Larry. But I'm. But that's what I'm saying. If if Carmelo was there before Jokic, 
and he wore that number 15 and he left the league and we're talking about Jokic if you're talking about a person that did let's say the person for Larry or for the Celtics did a lot do you honestly think let's say Bill Russell well no I don't want to use Bill Russell he's a great let's say anybody anybody was there I don't want to put a name on it and he took him to the playoffs won some championships or not even won the championships just took him to a bunch of playoffs do you think they're going to really put his number and he's he's playing he left the team and he's and he's just out the league now and Larry's still playing and Larry's done everything he's already done and because this player done retired we need to retire his number no because Larry got a better body of work he got a better what I'm saying is I don't care about you doing that over a span of 19 years I care about what you do quality wise mm-hmm. if you look at Jokic's body of work in 8 years compared to Carmelo's the body of work is way better two MVPs all stars a, a, a championship that's going to go with that I'm well, not, he has not won a championship. He's going to win a championship. But he yeah. has not won. Once he wins it, then this argument is null and void because we ain't retiring Carmelo Anthony's jersey with Denver with the Denver Nuggets. He can do he can do that with the, the Knicks. Yeah, <laughs> he can do that with the Knicks. <laughs> the Knicks weren't even good. Okay, but do that with the Knicks. He, uh, they love him in New York. He got standing ovation. I ain't seen Carmelo go back to no Denver Nuggets games. He went to the Knicks <laughs> games and got a standing ovation. Retire his jersey up there. Don't nobody care about it. Let me not say that. Y'all can retire 15 in New York. But in Denver, guess what? That number going to Jokic. He, he getting his number retired because I got a better body work. So, but you keep, it's no comparison. So let's just say. Because the, the, the question really being posed is because it's the same number. So let's just say Carmelo had two MVPs. Okay, then we talk. Then, then we can talk. Then we can really talk and say if he had two MVPs, there might be some discussion of, all right, we might need to consider this. But Carmelo doesn't. He doesn't. And I'm not saying that that. I just want to know what the criteria is. Maybe there ain't no criteria. I mean, Jordan got his freaking jersey retired Hello. in Miami. Hello, ain't played it. So is is upon organization discretion. We want to retire Jordan's jersey in Miami because we want to pay recognition to all of your achievements. What he played for Chicago? Well, his son plays for Miami. You funny. Them <laughs> jokes. Uh I did see the side by side. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, they shaved Jimmy head. I I'm like, like, why they do that to him? Like he really don't even look like him for real. Like Jordan. Y'all need to stop that. But um I don't know. I don't really know if it should be retired or not. It shouldn't be. But if it was a consideration, I wouldn't tell Joker to change his number for sure. I'm not telling Joker to change his number. I'm sorry. I'm not but I don't think it should be, and I don't know what what what's decided as far as how long you wait until a person person's number is retired. You know, like how long do you wait after they retire? Uh, like D Way got his jersey retired like literally like a year later. Was it? Yeah, 
When did he retire? He retired. What was that? 2018? 19? It was. So then they did it during the pandemic. They retired his jersey. I got to look back at this. I know. It was like in 2020. I know. Yeah. I know that his jersey is so, like literally it was like a year later. And they ain't talking about D-Way's jersey. But D-Way did a lot. But he's 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 got the key to the city. Yeah. Like, he's Miami. D-Way brought them their so, first championship. Yeah, and then bought three, two, two more champs. So he got three championships. Miami, all under him. And, and yeah. LeBron. So, you know. Yeah. But that that's my diatribe on why Lord. we ain't retiring. Round and round. We ain't retiring no jersey for Carmelo versus Jokey. That's not even a real thing. But who is retiring or who oh. may retire is your, your, Ain't no May. He ain't no May or no might. We don't really know. We just That man is not retiring. He got too much gas left in the tank. And he want to play with his son. LeBron is not retiring, please. But you did you hear the reports? LeBron was playing with like a torn tendon in his foot. I'm not surprised. See that, that you ain't gonna get talking players about like surgery this. and stuff. You ain't gonna get players like this. He came back because that was just strength and will. Like, no, nah, I'm gonna play through this stuff. Yeah, LeBron's a trooper, man. I we ain't gonna. I'm gonna miss LeBron when he leaves. I mean, I, I am too. It's the NBA is going to be sad in about five years. Five years. Yeah, yeah be, I'm saying five crazy. because I'm gonna give LeBron no more than three more years. Steph Curry probably five more. You know what I'm saying? Like they still good even though they're in their mid to late thirties. So they all gonna be leaving around the same time. KD ain't going to be far behind, you know, five-ish plus, you know, like that's why I said in five years is going to be sad because even once they get to that fifth year, when you in your last year, you not the same. No, you definitely. I, I see the decline with KD too, man. He's, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's just going to be. Like, it's not, it's not large, but it's like you seeing it, but it still got some. Yeah, it's just not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same. So that's why we need you to get your act together, Josh, so we can see you for a while. Joker gonna be doing his thing. Luca gonna be doing his thing. Who else gonna be around? I still got Devin Booker. Yeah, got Devin Booker, up and coming Kings. They, um, I, I don't care about the Kings, honestly. I think the Warriors Anthony will still Edwards. be competitive. You got Anthony Edwards for the. Uh, oh yeah, the, yeah, he's young talent. He need to leave that team though. He gotta, he gotta leave uh, Timberwolves because they're not, they're not a winning organization. They don't want to win. They don't. Oh yeah. They don't want to win. Well, they they messed up by getting Rudy. That wasn't a fit. Not getting Rudy. And it's crazy because it's just like that. I was. I'm so disappointed. Hey, listen, I come here and say, hey, I had it wrong. You sure I, I, I thought that Rudy get going to the team with cat, but they are just two soft, supple mugs that just don't deserve to be next. Why to each are other. you using my you word? Took, you missed your opportunity to use it. I said supple because I was cracking on Rudy <laughs> because I be calling him soft, y'all. Soft, sir. And I was like, look at his skin, just looking all supple. <laughs> I mean that was some ventriol right there. That was just like hate. I ain't never heard that from her before. Oh it was, it was oh, supple skin. Supple skin. Oh Frenchman. He probably using that good soap <laughs> and ivory straight from wherever it came I don't know from. What he used. He probably yeah. uses something better, better than ivory. But um, anywho, 
back to so we can keep this thing rolling. It is past midnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, speaking of LeBron, Lakers got swept. Boo-hoo. My Boo-hoo. team. You know, I will say, though, even though they got swept, and some people be, might be like, oh, but they still got swept. You have to put everything into context. The that Lakers were not supposed to be here. Let's get that real. To be here. <laughs> they were not supposed to be here. They were literally playing to try to get into the play-in. They weren't even supposed to be in the play-in. So the fact that they even got into the play-in, played themselves out of the play-in, and then made it this far to lose in the Western Conference Finals, I'm not even mad at them. I'm mad at them, but I ain't mad at them because they weren't supposed to be there. No one ever likes to get swept. A sweep was just like, dang, you can't get one game. But at least the games weren't like, uh, we they just blew us out. You know, a lot of times the first round you'll see a sweep and the games don't even be close. But it's the Western Conference Finals, so you don't expect it to be... They didn't get blown out. It just like a large... Yeah, the they missed... The first game they should have won, it was just, it was just really... Stupid. They really should have won the second. The second game, LeBron. Honestly, that second game was all on LeBron. He missed some dunks. He missed a layup. That was not all on LeBron. He, yeah, he missed some stuff, but I'm he not missed a blame wide him. open dunk. I was just like, brother, what are you doing? And we can go to another player. Somebody messed up. So they all messed up. But I'm just saying, like, had had those points been scored, we would have been talking about maybe the, the it has still been going on. But because LeBron didn't didn't do what he's supposed to do, you're not gonna sit here and just blame LeBron because he the reason why they got as far as they did. So the that series was a competitive series, game by game, even though they got swept. So I'm just saying, you ain't saying nothing. I'm giving it all on LeBron. Game two. See you. You a hater. I'm not hating LeBron. Yes, you are. No, I'm not hating because the only. The only two missed shots and turnovers was not done by LeBron in that game. But he could have just hit And that. it wasn't like it was like last seconds of the game when he did it. So stop it. How am I? Stop I, it. I, I, I could I, pick out the stuff that AD missed. Missing how many stu- many shots oh, he AD missed. Oh, AD was in the game? My bad. I didn't even notice because half the time. Because he, he missing alley-oops and everything else. AD is just like, fam, what are you going to do when LeBron's not there? What are you going AD to do? doesn't care. I think I've I think finally watching this playoffs, I have just come to grips and the understanding that I have to accept that AD is consistent. You know how he's consistent? Cuz he's consistently inconsistent. Mm-hmm. So, when you look at it overall though, he still had good averages when it comes to points and stuff. Yeah. But we have just tried to set this bar higher than I think he really wants to go because we see the the talent in him. But obviously, he, he just doesn't have it. He ain't got it. I've been waiting on it, but it's like, well, it's kind of like, and I know it's not the same, but I've said this about Dak Prescott. I feel like he don't have it all the way. I feel like they want him to be better than what he really is. It's like I don't think he got it like that. It just ain't What's so funny all the way there. Why is there all why are Lakers fans always in term Cowboys fans? I just noticed that about people. Like I noticed that about it's like y'all always go for the teams. It's just like, okay, we gotta go over slam dunks. Mind you, 
Cowboys ain't won in 30 years. And yet here we are with Cowboys fans still on that ship, that sinking ship that's going to go down in flames still. Yeah, I mean, it's burning with petroleum Because if you're it. a fan, you're a fan. Yeah, all right, y'all. I don't understand that correlation. What's, can somebody tell me what the correlation is between the Cowboys and Lakers? Cause it's it just like a coincidence. No, I, I know too many people that are Cowboys and Lakers fans. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, how does that even happen? How does that My dad is a happen? Lakers fan, but he's not a Cowboys fan. But no, I'm just saying that combination he, I think is, he more, a Colts fan. is more common than what you think it is. I don't understand. It's a coincidence. The, what is the is, is are the Lakers considered a America's team in basketball? I mean, Am I missing something? we don't really say that type Knicks, of phrase. I but if you want to. I thought the Knicks were like America's no, team. Well, in the sense of, OK, it depends on how you look at it. I would say the Lakers because of the dynasty they have. The Knicks don't have a long-standing dynasty like the Lakers do. Yeah, but the history of basketball. Yeah, know, they got all the history. Yeah. It's starting there, but the dynasty of winning, everyone loves winning. So then you have such a charismatic person as Magic Johnson that really put them on the map. I'm trying to think. Uh, 90s. Magic Johnson. No, I'm saying, all right, I got to go back in the 90s. Did they go on a streak in the 90s? They won more in the 80s. Yeah, I better say, I know, I know more of the 80s. They basically, you know, got beat by the Bulls and stuff. That would have been early 90s. Oh, okay. So, yeah. No, they so, did. their stuff kind of ended early 90s, and then, you know, the Bulls took over. Well, actually, it was Lakers... Pistons, then the Bulls, because you know we gotta remember the the Pistons won two back to back. It was like yeah. 88, 89, yep. maybe eighty nine, ninety. I could be off, y'all, but it's somewhere around there. And then the Bulls, you know, they start winning. So, mm. so yeah, I don't know. For me, I think it's just a coincidence. I honestly don't know how and when I started liking the Cowboys because. I can honestly say for basketball, and maybe it's because following my dad, he spent time with me, you know, teaching me basketball. I just kind of gravitated to the team that he was liking, and then a lot of my family members liked the Lakers. But for football, my dad wasn't a Cowboys fan, so I don't know how I even started liking the Cowboys. I don't know how you got there either. <laughs> Two different things. I can, I'm going to be an Eagles fan until... I'm not. I'm going to always be Eagles fan. We could be trash, but mm. I can never get behind the Sixers. I'm sorry. That ship is going to crash, and it's going to continue to crash. Well, you a fan guilt by association because it's Philadelphia. I don't care. I ain't going to – I disown – well, I disown the Sixers. You I, used to like them. So that don't act like you ain't used to like them when AI was playing. But I was an AI fan, and when they got rid of AI, I just couldn't stand behind them anymore. I stood behind AI like I was his right-hand man. I was like, y'all got rid of AI? I ain't rocking with y'all no more. I I, I can't. I, I can't do it. And Philadelphia's just been... They're cursed. The Sixers are cursed. Y'all are never yeah. going to get out of the second round. That's crazy. Y'all are cursed. I don't know what that's about. Listen, I be knowing. I be knowing my sports teams. So far, my teams that I like have won championships. Eagles have won a championship. He have won championships. Multiple of them things. Triple. So I'm just saying. And I, I can I mean. say the same. 
Girl, that was in the nineties. Get out of here. A win is a old. win. Thirty a years loss old. What you done for me lately? Is a loss. In the past decade, I ain't talk about thirty years ago. A win is ago. a win. A what you loss done for me this past loss. decade? I ain't trying because to because they gonna look at your whole resume. So when they look at your whole body of work, they gonna say, "What have you done for me lately?" No, they are gonna say, "Oh, you 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 are a champion. You don't stop being a champion just because." It was 20 years ago. 30. Deion Sanders is still a champion. We don't take nothing from prom. All right. Michael Irvin is still a champion. We don't take nothing from Michael Irvin either. Troy Aikman is still a champion. I might take something from Troy Aikman. I'm just saying. Uh? <laughs> I'm joking. What he do to you? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Hating. You just be hating. Well, I know one thing. This one team, my heat better start playing. We just lost to the... Man, I got to go back and watch that game. My heat better start. Game five. So now it's three to two. Miami is up. I don't know what's going on. So um, are they going to put them away? I want to see them put uh, the Celtics away because that's going to be sad if they come all the way back. They're going to be the first team. But they got to go back to Miami. Game six, I just see, like, they're going to close it out in Miami. They got – um. well, we did have Gabe Vincent was out this game. He was out, so – Maybe. That makes a difference it because does. Gabe Vincent been balling. You know, between the, uh, him. Oh, where's my notes? Between him, Caleb Martin. Mm-hmm. Who's the other supporting cast person? Uh, Hold on. Let me scroll through my notes because I wrote it down. They are averaging 61 points a game crazy oh Struce, Struce, and duncan robinson so them four they've been averaging like see now that was through that was through three games mm. so that was part of one of the reasons too why they lost game four where the supporting cast of miami got outscored by boston's supporting cast which would be like you know horford uh, White, um, Grant Williams, and and Marcus Smart. That third game, those players they had about fifty three points, versus Miami. The supporting cast only had forty four, mm. but they have been averaging, you know, like I said, sixty one. Yeah. Um, I guess this will be. Are we doing? Yeah, we segue into Lena's. So I'm a, a game behind y'all because. Now they didn't finished game five, but after watching game four, what I I'm gonna wait since since the sound is playing, huh? Can you pause it so I can just say what I want to say to lead up to it before we just start? Yeah, I had to find the video. Go ahead. Oh, um, you can probably rewind it, son. So, basically, the things that I noticed in game four, well, one of the things, I'm not going to go over everything, but it's like, okay, what's, what kind of made the difference in the game? And I saw... Who's that in that pink? I can't even in see. The pink. Oh, see I, that pink? That's, that's like standing out. I don't know. Like a princess in the, middle, in the front? That ain't the first time I've seen somebody... I want to say it was at a Miami game before. It was like, did they come from a ball or something? Yeah, that's weird. She must be some kind of royal princess or something. But go ahead. 
no telling. Um, so yeah, one of the things that I saw in that in that fourth game was that Boston won the three point uh battle. Um which a lot of in a lot of cases if you know this is a three point league, right? So if you win the three point battle, you might have a good you might have a good chance of winning um the game. Great chance of winning. <laughs> and I had a stat on their threes. Oh, um they had been averaging through the first three games ten made threes, which is not a lot. Cause you can get two people to make five, you know, between two people make five and five, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially when you got shooters like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they definitely can knock down threes. So obviously, they have been struggling um, through the first three games from the three, which probably led to some of their losses. On top of, of course, that's that's not the main reason, but that's just one of the contributors, I'll say. So in the first half alone of game four Boston had hit nine threes in the first half and they had only been averaging 10 made threes for the whole game all right so the clip that we're gonna show is how along with the threes is like how did these threes come about I saw a difference in the ball movement so when you have good team ball movement good team involvement and a lot of your points attributed to uh, assist that's a that's a win-win because if you just coming down i'm going one-on-one and i'm a jack of a three versus let me drive in penetrate kick out that's a easier shot versus a harder shot of i'm going one-on-one or trying to force a shot so you always want to make the defense move and by the time either if you're going east and west and you swinging it and swinging it if the defense ain't in sync then you probably going to have an open shot. And then just, them just being able to be willing to share the ball, I think, helps. So you can go ahead. Did it? Oh, is this the first one? So this is in – is this the first half? So we seeing them swing the ball, swing the ball. He going to penetrate, kick it out. Grant Williams wide open. Knock it down. Now, of course, they got to knock it down. So Grant Williams, I think, he hit four threes this game. Go ahead. Career year from the free throw line. 81% on the season. So here we are, Jalen Brown bringing it up, kicking it over to Tatum. Oh, is that the same play? same play you want to go to the next play yeah all right i'm like wait a minute didn't we just look at that yeah go ahead we just letting it play out penetration by Jalen brown kick all right so that was good penetration by Jalen brown he kicked it out to grant williams grant williams was unselfish then Tatum was again unselfish and kicked it back to him. They can't one person can't guard the two of them. So you making the defense rotate and that extra pass because Tatum could have shot it, but that extra pass led to again an open, an open three for Grant. All 
And then I guess you can do the last one. Is this the last one? Oh, yeah, that's right. So they trying to double Tatum. Oh, let me kick it. I'm not going to force it. Grant Williams, knock it down. So that's trusting your teammate, number one, and then recognizing, all right, he hitting these shots. Let me keep feeding him the ball, especially if he wide open. Because Tatum got off in this game. He definitely stepped up. He could have tried to force a shot. He was like, no, I got two people on me. Let me kick it over to Grant Williams. So, yeah. Alongside, and I'll say the other thing, too, among other things, I guess, that was that made a difference in the game was that um, the turnover battle. Miami had 15 turnovers. That's a lot for an NBA team. And then, excuse me, I believe Boston probably scored and maybe double digits off of Miami's turnovers. So Boston only had 10 turnovers, which is not... I mean, it's not horrible, but when you turn the ball over, you got less chances, you know, for possessions. So Boston got more possessions, able to score more, and that's kind of what happened in the game, some of the difference makers. So I don't know what happened in this fifth game, but it wasn't looking like it was too competitive because at one point I saw it was a 20-point lead. I forget what quarter. I think that was the second quarter. It was a 20-point lead for Boston. So if the Miami Heat was turning the ball over still. It's it's just al flows. That's all it is. Allowing Boston to get it. Cause I also saw Boston was like getting a lot of offensive rebounds and stuff in game four. Yeah, so nah. you giving yourself second chance opportunities, third chance opportunities. You putting yourself in a position. So it's like, okay, was y'all not rebounding again, uh, Miami? Like y'all gotta tighten up y'all defense. Jimmy, Jimmy just need to go ahead and get off in the ass. He's just go ahead and just go off, go. Get him right. Yeah. Get him right, Jimmy. Because y'all, we cannot be the first franchise to let a team come back 3-0. Oh, because no one has done it 3-0. LeBron no. was 3-1. Yeah, LeBron was 3-1. but That's dang near just as bad, though. You cannot be the first team to let somebody come back 3-0. Because I, I, will, I will lose my... Well, actually, no. I will give it to Miami for this one, though. Because you were an AFC... I didn't expect you to make it this far. You like the you They like the Lakers in the East. Basically, no like, one expected them to win. Y'all like the child nobody was expecting to see in life. Because uh, you, you know oh, I'm just saying Jesus parents, y'all No one should be have, thinking that about their kids. Y'all if y'all got three kids, y'all know y'all got that one kid that's a little special that you be like, I don't know. And then that mug turned out to be a savant and something, and you be like, Oh, he shot me. Oh, so Miami Heat, y'all, my kid, y'all, I was shocked y'all made it this far. So congratulations that y'all made it this far. But just don't be, don't, don't, don't mess it up. Don't John Moran it, bro. I'm going to just start calling stuff John Moran. Quit calling everything John Moran. Lord, like I said, game six back in Miami, they going to come to their senses like, all right. We didn't just messed up two games. I thought you was going. I thought you was going to like uh, give me a, like that Laker one. You gave a better detail one breakdown for those. What you mean? No, I had told you I was going to do the because since the last time I did Lakers, so I said the next time I'm gonna do Miami. No, I mean, no, not the Lakers, but like give a, a, a in depth look. 
Like, I'll pause, you go to, you know. Oh, that wasn't. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I thought you was going to do that. So, it's all good, though. I can clip it up. Make it look good. (laughs) You know, this one was kind of rushed. Yeah. Yeah, no. It was rushed, so. But, I mean, it's kind of. With that one. It's just kind of like I'm just trying to show you how they, they're they sharing the ball. Mm-hmm. So it's not much to break down other than you get better looks when you penetrate in and kick out. Yeah. It's just an easy, quick one-two passes versus the other. I think because the other one, I was focusing on defense and who should be guarding who. And uh, Everybody can see that. You you broke it down. Everybody can see that AD wasn't his – tra- his transition was just horrible. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's you got anything else to add on to that? I don't want to rush you off your topic. No, I was done. Okay, well, guys, thank you for joining our uh live podcast. This will be up tomorrow or whenever you're watching it. Make sure you uh like, comment, and subscribe uh, if you haven't already done so. And uh, yeah, take it easy this weekend. We will, the reason why we're recording on Thursday is because we got a event to go to. Good old, I ain't even gonna tell y'all, but anyway. Ain't they business? Ain't none of y'all business what we do. <laughs> it's not really an event. It's not an event, but it's you a know. Gathering. It's a gathering. <laughs> it's a gathering. I just like to say it's a low key gathering. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we get some more subscribers. Maybe we start letting y'all be a little bit more nosy, huh? <laughs> huh? Y'all know how nosy y'all get. Oh, I want to know the behind the scenes stuff so bad. Mm-hmm. But it ain't sports related. Yeah, whatever. We normally do stuff that's sports related. Yeah, behind the scenes. Well, I guess we did one that wasn't. It was the date night, I guess. Yeah, we did. We it was liking that a little bit, but then I ain't seen enough traction on it. So let's go and get get up out of here, good people. Uh, where my music at? Where my superhero music at? Let me see where we at. What we what we got going on? Am I still here music at? Mm, it's gone. I know it's not right here. <laughs> That's not my regular superhero music. I need something a little bit more hype. <laughs> this is your superhero music? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We out of here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, my goodness. I just looked at the time. All right, let's get up out of here. Y'all know oh. my saying. A couple that plays together stay together forever and ever. Ooh. And ever. We out. Bye. Bye.